Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, patriots. Today, we are going to talk about growing lies, growing deceptions, and again, tying it back into the most iconic piece of literature, 1984 by George Orwell. Now, patriots, today in the news, I am seeing reports, massive COVID deaths, tents being brought in, refrigerator trucks, pods. Well, people are in these cities, Texas, El Paso, I don't know, different places, are going out to where these supposed bodies are supposed to be piling up in canisters, and um, they're not there. They're being, but the people going out there being harassed and arrested. Why is this lie fuming now? Why is it blowing up now? Well, they don't want people traveling to get information about what's going on in other parts of the country. If you hear of a hospital in El Paso overrun bodies and makeshift morgues, and you're in California or Georgia or Iowa, okay, you accept that. But they don't want people going there and looking for themselves. They're supposedly paying all these people to work in the morgue. But there's no bodies. Because they're supposed to be there. But only special people can handle the bodies. And people believe these lies. Now, here it goes. And I said this over and over and over again. You did not have to be tested a hundred times to know you are dying in a pandemic. There's no... This is Insanity. And everybody knows it. But they're too scared to stand up. Now, I want to talk about, in 1984, besides the concept when television was so new and Orwell had this vision of a television screen in every house, Big Brother screaming at everybody, constantly watching you. He also envisioned family members spying on each other, the children in Hitler Youth Corps. Hate, the two minutes of hate, where they scream and yell, a constant state of rewriting history. Now, in George Orwell's book, he says, the first and simplest stage in the discipline, which can be taught even to the youngest children in Newspeak is called Crime Stop. Crime Stop means the faculty of stopping short, as though by instinct, at the threshold of any dangerous thought. Control of the mind. They want the mind controlled. Because Big Brother has to be omnipotent. Now, I said this before. America was the last country that was not socialist. For the World Health Organization, the United Nations, to create their agenda of his vision of a one-world government, big states. Go back and look at NAFTA, National Trade Association Agreements, probably about mid-2000s. Get rid of borders. The EU, get rid of borders. George Orwell's vision was three large states, all controlled. Now... In his book, he talked about something called doublethink. Doublethink 
means that you literally believe what is told, even if it makes no sense. And that is what we are seeing today. People are no longer thinking. So if you hear about San Antonio, El Paso, Mesa, Arizona, bodies piling up outside of hospitals, um, let's go take some pictures of these bodies. Let's go find out where the bodies are. Let's investigate this, people. Why don't people want to see the truth? Why? In his book, he talks about history being continuously rewritten by the Ministry of Truth, which is really the Ministry of Lies. The Ministry of Love is really the Ministry of Death, turning everything backwards. Think about it. If there was a virus, I just talked to a doctor today, came into my business, laughing about it. But they're powerless to stop it. They don't know how to stop the lie because no one wants to come together and stop the lie together. So they kind of chuckle. They think it's going to blow over. Let's just wait it out, wait it out, wait it out. I don't know if it's ignorance or fear, but we're not going to be waiting this one out. There is no way that we are going to be able to wait this one out. It's coming. George Orwell talked about something called old speak. And it's called, he says, quite frankly, reality control. Double think means the power of holding two contradictory beliefs in one's mind simultaneously and accepting the both of them. Is that not what we're saying today? Patriots, think about this. Think about it. The mark of the beast is coming. We are in a psychological operation. And we are submitting to this. In unprecedented speeds. On a national level. I do not want to kill anybody. I don't want to see people killed. I don't want blood to run in the streets. Unfortunately, change is brought about with violence. Unfortunately, there's no other way at this stage. If you are closing your businesses and obeying illegal, unconstitutional mandates, you are now part of that socialist agenda. You are no different than the people making those rules. In Germany, and I've said this over and over again, we held the German, the Allies held the German citizens accountable for the war crimes of the party. Yet many of them said, I didn't do anything. That was it. You didn't do anything. Life is very fragile. It hinges on a balance. If you watch someone die, they know it. I'm not going to go into my personal beliefs on life and death, but death is inevitable. Life is fleeting. But it's ingrained in human nature to hold on to life. So what makes patriots in all nations throughout history stand up for something? I think it has to be absolute desperation or a leading a leader sounding a rallying cry. And unfortunately, we don't have that, which is just very, very too bad at this point. 
The party in George Orwell's book deliberately lies to the population and they believe these lies. They don't even question them. And if they do, their mind is so brainwashed, they dismiss that because they are afraid of not conforming. So conforming. Look how quickly people conform. They don't think. They want to conform out of fear. People want to conform. Orwell believed in socialism. He saw it. He saw the rise of communism. And he believed fanaticism through all this would fuel it. You break down the family. Okay, now listen. The Ministry of Peace concerned itself with war. The Ministry of Truth with lies. The Ministry of Love with torture. And the Ministry of Plenty with starvation. They'll starve us to death. We would sell our soul for an Xbox. For a, for what? For a food that doesn't do anything. Food is nourishment for the body. But we'll flock to these stores and do their rituals and restaurants. It's not anyone's fault. Humans are indeed sheep. And they see the situation as hopeless. We need a leader to unite the movement and bring patriots together before it's too late. It has to be. Orwell talks about the thought police. He envisioned something in 1948 that we have today. The thought police are continually after us. Always, always, always. So what do we do? What do we do to stand up? What do we do? How do we reunite? What is our goal? Why are patriots on, why we call themselves keyboard warriors? Well, they're sitting there and talking big, but they're not doing anything. Do we have an enemy? I believe we do. An agent of the state enforcing an illegal law, an illegal mandate, an illegal doctrine is my enemy. Doesn't make them a bad person. Means that they are following an order. Hitler's SS troops, the Gestapo, Mengele, his people followed him. At what point do we say it's enough? At what point? Near the end of the book in 1984, Parsons, who was his neighbor, his Children were part of the Nazi spies and they turned them in for thought crimes. Are we going to allow that to happen here? It's happening, spying on our neighbors, calling hotlines. Someone calls a hotline on me, I promise you, that's the last phone call they make and I don't care. I no longer care. I am sure I am beyond caring of what I say and what I do. We're beyond that point. If I can influence one person to think, one person to maybe organize a group, one community to stand up, no matter how slow the reaction is, I feel that I've done something. Listen, this is Parsons talking. 
Winston asked him, who denounced you? He says, it was my little daughter. She listened at the keyhole, listened at what I was saying, and nipped off to the patrols the next day. Pretty smart for seven, he says. In fact, he says he's proud of her. Are we going to do this? Are we going to allow our children, our neighbors to spy on us? Over what? I believe throughout history we have seen this building and to me it is biblical and it cannot be this any other way. Even if we can't do anything about it, is it worth allowing it to happen? At what point do we say we are not going to let it happen anymore? At what point do we stop and pause and say it's enough? At what point? So I'm going to read you a little bit more of um, George Orwell, 1984. The slogan is called Big Brothers Watching You. The police patrols snooping into people's windows. Helicopters skimmed down between the roofs and hovered for an instant. Nice. We want to live like this? Do we want to live in fear? Do we want to live in fear? War is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. That's the party slogan. What is our party slogan? Do we want to live in poverty? You know the interesting thing about 1984 too? It starts off in March and April. This whole COVID thing kicked off on the Ides of March. And we know what Shakespeare says, beware the Ides of March. There's symbolism. 2020. 40 is a number in the Bible with significance. What are we waiting for? Patriots, think about this. Think about the elections in the past. Think about the presidency. Think about everything that went to make America what it is. Did you ever believe you'd see a communist take over of our country? Did you? Did we ever think that we would see death? Did we? Did we ever really believe that we could see America taken over in a few short months? Our First Amendment, our Second Amendment taken away. Is that what we believe? Is that what we believe? I don't know. A little bit of history. April 19th, 1775, the Battle of Lexington starts. The War for Independence starts. July 4th, 1776, Declaration of Independence adopted by Congress. 
November 15, 1777, Articles of Confederation created. March 1, 1781, Articles of Confederation ratified. October 19, 1781, Cornwallis surrenders at Yorktown, ending the British military action and the war. September 3, 1783, Treaty of Paris, Great Britain recognizes the colonists' independence. Read the Constitution. Read what it is about. Read the Articles. Read the Bill of Rights. Are we so easily going to let it slip away, patriots? Stand fast. Stand up. Do not fear. Only God can judge.